Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Cells and Circuits podcast. My name is Chibeze Anakor, and I am your host for this podcast. And this is the premiere episode, and I'm really excited to get into this podcast. So I'll give a brief introduction of myself first, and then we'll get into the actual episode, which will include topics like the rise of esports, the new Netflix short Soul Avante, and then Netflix's impact on the anime industry. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. All right, so I'm going to give a brief intro for myself. Um, my name is Chibeze Anakor. I am a tech and animation enthusiast. I currently have a job as a software engineer during the daytime, and at night is when I record these episodes of the podcast. So I really like talking about animation and tech, you know, but sometimes people don't really like to listen to me talk about those subjects. So I'm hoping that this podcast can help me to find an audience of people who maybe do want to listen. And I want to also, you know, help build a community around this podcast just so we can have a discussion about animation and tech. And yeah, that's basically it. So now we're going to go into the rise of esports. So for those who don't know, Esports is, or it stands for electronic sports, and it means that people compete in video games rather than in the physical world, and they compete in either racing or fighting games or sports games or whatever they can um, in order to win a prize or you know, gain more recognition. I mean, it's basically an electronic version of sports. You know what those are. Um, but the problem with um, the rise of esports is that people haven't really been as accepting to esports as they have been to traditional sports. And I think it's more of a problem of both of those audiences not really intersecting a whole lot. I think that maybe during this time when physical sports are basically on pause because of the coronavirus pandemic, I think that they could, or esports could probably rise up. But people who watch traditional sports really do have to be very accepting of esports and well it has an uphill battle but what's interesting about esports is that networks that have traditionally broadcast physical sports have actually started to um, broadcast a lot of esports because there are no physical sports right now due to the coronavirus pandemic so for example, Fox and FS1 have been airing 
NASCAR virtual NASCAR races using F1 2019 and iRacing, which has been pretty interesting. Um, it was an interesting read. I'll link you to the Verge article in the show notes about that. But there have also been um, other networks like ESPN, who uses Rocket League and, and like other uh, video games and esports in order to fill up the time that would have normally been occupied by traditional sports. And so maybe, hopefully, with the mainstream attention that these networks are giving esports, maybe, just maybe... You know, they'll come to be accepted when this whole pandemic is over with. But who knows? Only time will tell. And I think that will do it. Up next, we'll be talking about Soul Levante, the new Netflix short. And then later on, we'll be talking about Netflix's impact on the anime industry thus far. The Cells and Circuits podcast will return in a moment. This episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. So, I mean, doesn't get any cheaper than that. Second, there's creation tools that'll allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm editing this podcast from a Chromebook using the web, so it's pretty easy to do. Um, if I can do it, you can certainly do it. Third, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more services. So you don't have to go to each individual podcast service and distribute it yourself. It automatically does that for you. So that's pretty awesome. Fourth, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So, I mean, that's a pretty good way to make some money. Um, and then last but not least, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app for iOS or Android or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started or download the app for iOS or Android today. Welcome back. And now we can start talking about Soul Avante. So Soul Avante, if you don't know, is a new Netflix short that's created by Production IG, which is known for Ghost in the Shell, Psychopaths, IGPX, and many other shows. So Soul Levante came from Netflix, and it's the first 4K anime that's been created with the intention of being a 4K anime from the start. And that's just an awesome thing 
for the anime industry. I think that's something that is definitely much needed. Um, even though it's only a four minute short, it's still something. And I believe that with animated content, there hasn't been a lot of 4K content outside of the theaters. I know that Netflix had Disenchantment, which was in 4K. And I think they've remastered some of their other, um, some of their 4K anime. But other than that, I mean, I don't really think there's that much 4K anime out or 4K cartoons, anime, you know, stuff like that outside of, you know, theatrical productions. And so this is really exciting. Um, and Netflix actually released an article about how they actually produced the short. And I'll link that in the show notes, but it's a really interesting read. And I think it even has a YouTube video in the article. I don't have that on my computer right now, so I can't really tell you, but I, I, or when I did read the article, um, it was a lot of interesting ways that they had, um, brought in 4k, um, an HDR, um, into the anime production process and, you know, the challenges that they had to face and the pros and cons of, you know, doing things digitally rather than hand-drawn. And it was, it was such an interesting read for me. Um, and so I think that um, that article is definitely worth a read and also watch the YouTube video if you're more of a visual person. Um, and so I'll have the link to that article in the show notes. But when you watch Soul Levante, you can easily tell that a lot of care, a lot of work, a lot of effort got put into its production and like it really shows is such a beautiful, beautiful short. And and the audio is so good. Like I listened or I watched it on my 4k TV, um, with the subwoofer on just to experience both the visuals and the audio at the same time. So I would recommend that to you. Um, like if you have a 4k TV or 4k monitor, if there's any piece of content that deserves to be seen on a 4k screen, Soul Avante is definitely it. So highly recommend that short, watch it. It's on Netflix. It's only four minutes long. So I know you can actually get that done. It's just very quick. But it's just such awesome eye candy. And it's, you know, a good way to just kill four minutes if if you have that time to spare, which, you know, since we're all at home, we all should have at least four minutes to spare. But yeah, that'll do it for that. 
Up next, we'll be talking about Netflix and its impact on the anime industry thus far. This is the Cells and Circuits podcast, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. So right now we're going to be talking about Netflix and its impact on the anime industry. So let's just jump right in. So for those who don't know, Netflix has been licensing and also more recently producing anime content ever since 2014 with Knights of Sidonia being their first um, exclusive anime. And they've had a pretty big impact on the industry as a whole. Um, you know, some some things that they've done have been pretty positive. Other things, um, not so much. So we'll get into both of those things. Let's start with, let's start with the pros. So with Netflix entering the anime industry, there have been a lot of good things that have come of it, such as just more original anime. Netflix has been bankrolling a ton of content, not just anime, but Western animation, you know, a lot of live action shows, movies, all that good stuff. But there have been quite a few original anime that have come out of Netflix in the almost six years that they've been in the anime industry. They've also, you know, as I said earlier, they've been helping to improve the tech within the anime industry. I mean, just talked about Soul Avante, um, which is the first 4K or true 4K HDR anime short. Um, and so hopefully that inspires more people to to um, create more 4K anime because the more companies that create that kind of stuff, the better our options are as consumers of that content. But there have also been some downsides of Netflix joining the anime industry, such as higher licensing costs. So with Netflix and, well, not just Netflix, Amazon, um, entering the anime industry, there's been quite an increase in licensing costs. So their competitors like Funimation and Crunchyroll, they've had to they've had to get into the production committees of the anime that they want to license as a result because it's just much cheaper than to um, just license an already finished anime. So it's just very interesting to see that, um, even though it is one of the downsides of um, Netflix entering the anime industry, at least as far as, you know, its competitors go. But also, I mean, there's just been um, a lot of... Er, a lot of the Netflix anime that have been coming out are not that great. Um, I mean, there are some that are pretty good, such as Devilman Crybaby, which is probably 
one of their best so far. Um, also, if you count Castlevania as an anime, then yeah, that one's really good too. But other than those two, I mean, the rest of their anime content has been, eh, you know, at, at best, but I mean, at least we're getting original content, so it's or it's a give and take. So I would just like to say that um, Netflix has been um, really not just licensing anime just to steal it away from their competitors, but they've also taken a great amount of interest in how anime is being produced and how it's being uh, streamed worldwide. And, you know, it's definitely inspired its competitors. Well, most of them, except for some Amazon. (laughs) Um, But anyway, Netflix has really been um, investing a lot in anime and it shows in they kind of have to because now they have a lot of competition that's coming into the streaming space, such as their main competitor now, which is Disney+. Plus. They have to compete with that. They have to compete with Amazon. They have to compete with other upcoming streaming services, such as Peacock and HBO Max and Quibi, which is just a few hours old as of the time of this recording. But yeah, Netflix really has to differentiate itself. And to do that, it's been heavily relying towards anime to do that. And, you know, that's, that's something that, you know, I think that we as animation fans, not just anime fans, but fans of animation can really benefit from. And so good on you, Netflix. Hope that, you know, you continue to just continue to push anime forward because or I love it. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who does, but um, a lot of us love it. And, you know, just, just keep up the good work and, you know, hopefully... It inspires Netflix's competitors to also do better because the more companies compete, the more we as consumers win. And I guess that's going to be it. Thank you so much for listening to the series premiere episode of the Cells and Circuits podcast. If you could share this podcast, that would help a whole lot. Um, and also, follow this podcast on social media. Links will be in the show notes. I'm Chibeze Anakor, signing off. <laughs>